Our guest is who does not come cheap. Our guest is not cheap. Nungu Diamonds is a South African black-owned bespoke diamond jewelry brand. Founded by Kialabo Kapule, who is trained in rough diamond uh, uh, polishing, valuation and pricing. And uh, Pule, of course, served in various capacities as the industry, including in the steering committee of the South African Diamond Endeavor. He's in the studio with us. Very tall, uh, good-looking young man. Do you know Sobo guy? Northwest Mouth Town. <laughs> Hollywood. Thank you so much. Lebo Brusibito. Ronalebo Tebe. Rabantinyana, but Tim Modise. We can carry on the whole day when I brag about about Muff Town and the great memories I have of that part of the world. Good to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Delighted. Lila was talking about you earlier on, but I won't tell the listeners what you were saying. But mm. inabuaka that shandi si enelibuaka yona eyo. Thank you. So listen, man, what sparked your your interest in diamonds? Because I know that you know there's a lot of guys, especially in America, yeah. and obviously America is that big market yeah. with a lot of billionaires, yeah. zillionaires, yeah. and superstars who come to people like you and just say, "Now, my yo, man, just rock me a timepiece or what a necklace or whatever, man." And then when you just yeah, how much you got, man? <laughs> now I got about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, man. Yeah, yeah, you all right with that? Right, I love that. I nah, love that. Yeah. that's the way it is. That's the way it yeah. Is. So, tell us about your interest in in in, in, in diamonds. yeah in diamonds. So, so I started, I think, in 2010. A friend of mine, his dad was in the diamond business. Okay, uh, I think he was he was a, a manager of a small mining company. Yeah, and in conversation with this friend of mine, when his when he told me about his dad and mentioned diamonds, it just sparked an interest in me. I at the time I was studying law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started doing some research into the industry, trying to find out who's who. I was fortunate, I think, to meet a guy by the name McDonald Demani, who mm. at the time was one of the biggest diamond buyers in the country. He was working with DBS as well. He decided to mentor me from nowhere. Wow. When I spoke to him on the phone, he said to me, come to Johannesburg, let's meet. He was lovely enough to invite me to his office. He said to me, once you're done studying, come learn. Mm-hmm. So I spent two years with him. Those were the the best two years of my life, I think. I mean, I woke up every morning, started a gym with him at five o'clock, and he took me everywhere. Uh, I took notes at meetings. Oh, Jimmy, lo Imagine. I mean, I can just understand when someone says, "Listen, I'm at gym at six a.m. I finish at seven. Wait for me outside." And I lived at the time. I lived in the south of Johannesburg. He lived Komidrend. Imagine. So I had to wake up early in the morning, but. It was a, a sacrifice worth making. Nah, I think it was the hunger, man. The fact that it you was because then was, you can come was. up with excuse. No, nah, I can't make gym, but I'll wait for you. Or I'll meet you somewhere. But you know, you also made it to gym Absolutely. because that that Absolutely. also gave you an opportunity to still talk business while training. Absolutely, and 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 also to build a personal relationship yeah. with him, which is something that I I still carry with in the work that I do today. You know, when I sell diamonds to people, I I like starting with building a personal relationship. I want to get to know you. I want to get to know why it is you want to buy one what moment you want to mark, whether it is an engagement, whatever it is. Mm. I get very personal with people. Mm. I want to know how many kids you have. So that I say to you, my kid is four years old. She's, I mean, a beautiful girl. When she's 30, I want your kids to be buying diamonds from me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's a generational thing. So I get quite personal. And he, I mean, he taught me everything I got to know about diamonds, where to buy them, where to get my licenses, how it is that one does business in the diamond business. Because it's, it's a very 
uh, it's it's dominated by certain people, yes, of course, who yes. don't easily let you in. Yes. And he had already gotten his way into the trade. So working with him meant people see me with him. So I become a familiar face that is more brought in by a person they're comfortable with. And for me, those two years was like 10 years of experience. You know, sorry, sorry, sorry yeah. there, Nati. I always say to people, we, we wake up every day mm-hmm. and look around, search the internet, looking for miracles when miracles mm. are here. I mean, this is... Oh. This, this the meeting miracle, of him eh? and this man for me is just a miracle. He's Mav- destined he's, to happen. He's in Mavtown. He's in Johannesburg. Yeah. He doesn't know anything about yeah. you. You could be investigating him. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like for me, an open guy, an open guy. I remember so, the, oh. the day I came to Johannesburg. I came with a bus. Wow. I took it at seven o'clock in the morning. Go mega seat. He picked me up. Go back station in his cabriolet, and we, we started off by going to his house. Man, that that guy is an angel. He's an angel. I hope he's listening now. He was quite fantastic in how he he helped me. And I, I referred to him a lot about you know, I couldn't be where I am if it wasn't for him. So you said you said he, 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 he told you why you should be in this diamond space. And what was the why? <clears throat> you know, he he said to me there aren't many people like him. Mm-hmm. Now referring to himself as a black guy. Yes. Who's in a, a white dominated space. And he felt, he didn't have a son, he didn't have kids. And he felt his legacy ought to be continued by someone. And I think he saw a fire in me, man. I've, I've always had this hunger to achieve more. I remember even back home, not really knowing where my life would go, but I always knew I had, a, I had something in me and I wanted to achieve more than just the, the usual. My dad insisted that I, I practice law. Uh, to this day, he reminds me that, hey man, where's the... Did you finish the lawyer, lawyer? But I did. Oh, okay. I did. I did, and he was quite happy about that. <laughs> so you have this guy mentoring you for, yeah. for, for two years. Then what happens after the two years? Where, so after which the two direction years, did you take? Yes. After the two years, I decided I was ready to start my own business. But okay. he, he, he didn't detach from me okay. because of that. I started Nungu Diamonds in 2013. So I met him 2010, started working with him 2011, 2012. 2013, I started the business. It started off as a, as a rough trading business specifically when i say rough i mean rough diamonds so they'd be bought from a dbs or a state diamond trader one mm. of the other mining companies and traded in the diamond trade so you know you have people in new york in hong kong in in dubai who are looking to buy rough diamonds we sell to them but two years ago that's when the new nungu diamonds then was started where we, we began to say let's give south africans a diamond experience you know how often does a black South African get to touch a diamond. Yeah. So the way we sell is you come to our offices, you sit down, we put polished diamonds in front of you and we say, what would you like to make out of one? Wow. In this way, you get to develop a, a true sense of relation with the diamond because they're mined here. They're polished here. They're part of our heritage. They've been in the continent for the longest time. Mm. But we often see them as this thing that is far away from us as opposed to something that is as much... African as we are. Because it's expensive, that's why. So, there's, there's that misconception as well. We'll talk expen- about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm more interested in your yeah. company. So, you started the company. Mm-hmm. And then, so far, I mean, um, do, do you have any employees? Yes. Yes, I okay. do. Yes, How? I do. Okay. The factory employs about 11 people. Okay. Uh, it's based in Kilani. There's a building called Knox. It used to be 
the old American embassy there. So then the people there who work in your space, mm-hmm. where, who are they? Where do they come from? Did they get special training? Yeah. Tell so, us a so, bit so, about so them. So what happens is you get special training in cutting and polishing diamonds. But what helps, and this is something that I went through myself, in 2014, I spent six months behind a polishing bench yes. learning how to polish diamonds. I'm not technically gifted. I think I speak better than I polish diamonds. Mm. So we leave the polishing to people that know how. So these guys go through that, that process of learning how to cut and polish. There's, there's schools in South Africa that teach people how to polish diamonds. There's one called the Harry Oppenheimer College. You go there for, for, two, for two years. I mean, it depends on how in-depth you want to go into learning how to polish. Uh, once you're done there, you can be placed at one of the factories that are local in South Africa. Mm-hmm. But we don't have... We don't have enough of them. Diamond beneficiation, which is the cutting and polishing of diamonds, isn't as, as major a priority when it comes to the manufacturing space, which is something that we want to be working on as well as, as Nungu Diamonds as we move forward. Are there a lot more people accessing the jewelry and diamond space? I, I, I that find that... Seeing, or I, is the industry still quite closed off? It's still, it's still closed off, but again, Nungu Diamonds is supposed to serve as that vehicle. Okay. As a, I'm, I'm hoping that when people see that number one, I'm black, and I'm hoping you're referring to black people. When you're yes, yes, people, yes. See that I'm black. My wife is black. We work together. They get to to develop a sense of relatability mm. that we we can talk to them. Mm. I, I loved this one consultation I had with these this this couple once before, who said to me, "I love the fact that." you're black and you understand are black things when we get married. Mm. So, mm. and oftentimes... And also it's not intimidating because I'm speaking to somebody who go. looks like me. There you go. Mm. There you go. And, and you make... You, you, the process becomes more of a personal one. Yes. And you can tell me, look, Mchana, this is what I can spend mm. at the moment and the next time I want to upgrade, I'll come back. And I'm happy to do that. In this way, we start a relationship. Mm. And like I said before, it's, it's a personal one. It has to be one. So where do you source your, 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 your diamonds from? So I was fortunate to start <coughs> buying diamonds from DBS in 2016 officially. I became a client at DBS uh, 2013. I've been a client there ever since. The State Diamond Trader was the first entity from which I could source rough diamonds. So the State Diamond Trader was set up by government to help promote diamond cutting and polishing in South Africa. So they make rough diamonds available to companies that hold diamond beneficiation licenses like mine. So they were the first people to invite me to come and buy from them. Mm. DBS now, uh, Petra Diamonds, I buy from them. Alexco, uh, it's one mining company as well that I buy from. So all, all the diamonds we buy are from reputable sources. I know people get intimidated by the idea of diamonds because mm. they know them as this dark thing that you know sometimes people do under the table. Yes. It's no such. It's no such. When you travel the world, you get to realize... People love South African diamonds. They wear them proudly. South Africans don't see diamonds the same. Yeah, of course, I change. think it's something that has been hidden from us, I think, for, 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 for centuries, mm-hmm. not decades. Absolutely. So if you've just tuned in, we're chatting to Kialebo uh, Kapula. He's the founder and MD of Nungu Diamonds. Nungu Diamonds, of course, is a South African black-owned bespoke diamond jewelry brand based somewhere called Kilani in Johannesburg. So... Um, Tell us about um, the you price. Know, the, the, I mean, I don't want to know. The <laughs> I price. would love to know the price and the clientele. Because uh, it but depends already, what you already, want. But already, you said. Mm. I, I feel like mm. your 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 business. 
allows anybody to walk through. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. you won't have a particular kind of clientele. No. It's just somebody looking to buy something beautiful. Absolutely. So what's the range? So I'll, I'll put it this way. Our cheapest uh, engagement ring, 10,000 rand. Oh, that is so accessible. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and why? Mm-hmm. That, Diamonds, 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 uh, for a diamond, <laughs> diamonds for, come this is in. for a diamond ring. Yes, yes, it is. Ten thousand for a diamond Absolutely. ring is very Absolutely. decent. So, so maybe especially mouse or patala who, But if it's a patala, in fact, if I was paying for it, I'd pay slightly more. Oh, okay. Ah, look at that, a lot more actually. I will take your number. Please, there you go. <laughs> so, so color clarity and cut. So the four C's that they usually talk about. Mm. So if a diamond is of the highest color, of the highest clarity, it will cost more. Mm. And the diamonds that are of a lower color, lower clarity, not to mean they are not they're any less of a diamond. They they're still just a different and shine. color. They sparkle and shine the same. So often what I do is when I'm consulting with a client, I show you a, a higher color diamond and a lower color diamond. And you get to see that the only difference is color, nothing else. Okay. Okay. So you can afford one that fits your price bracket. And, 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 and how do you take care of the dam? I don't want people here. I go kitcheneing, abulela mizia chesang, lejigi, abarotaso. Yeah, how, how do you take care of it? So, so we, we say this to every client that we deal with. We, we, we offer a lifetime, quote unquote, moto plan for your diamond. Mm. So you, you bring it in okay. every six months, every year. If you start seeing that your ring doesn't look the same, yeah. we polish it for you. At that is if you can like still that. take it out. That's if you can still take it. When we suggest you take it out and just get But if you're taking it out every six months, then you can see if you're going you to go. make they, it a it bit wider or not. Yes. yes. It needs to be yes. yes. And and we're, we're proud to have made amazing pieces for some amazing South Africans. We had a fantastic time with Somizi and Mohali last week. Yes. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. How we are the rings? The wedding, uh, they're spectacular. Also, they invited you to the wedding. So we made their rings. Did they invite you to the wedding? Yes, they did. So they probably got a nice discount. (laughs) What a nice way to bribe someone. (laughs) (laughs) You'll give him a call about that. Wow, okay. But but what, what makes us most proud is seeing South Africans who other South Africans look up to wearing diamonds. Wedding diamond jewelry that we made mm. by a black South African. It's just a beautiful. It's beautiful. Story. The name. Yeah. Nungu diamonds, ne? So, what so, inspired so the name? Nungu means porcupine in Swahili. Mm. There's a porcupine here. Mm. So why porcupine? It's a, it's a small but resilient animal. So I've I've again I've had the privilege of traveling the world and seeing how big an industry I play in. So I, I you know I I have I, I'm under no illusion about the size of business that I have. Mm. But I'm as resilient as I need to be to ensure that it grows to become as big as it needs to be. And, and we had to also have that African relation. So yes, tell us yeah. about the licensing. I mean, what does it take to be a diamond, uh, to be a licensed diamond jewelry manufacturer so, here so, in South Africa? So there's, there's an entity called the South African Diamonds and Precious Metals Regulator. Okay. They, they are the regulator in the industry. They issue the licenses. If, if anybody is interested, you go onto their website okay. and you get to see information there. So what you basically need to do is have some experience in diamond cutting and polishing by way of having gone to school, uh, to the Harry Oppenheimer School as just one example. From there, you can get your license and begin finding your feet in the diamond business. And people like myself are always willing to help where we can, you know, to help more of our people to, to get into this space. There's no reason why we shouldn't be Playing the diamond is absolutely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. We, you know, we live in a country where people obviously are opportunists. They take yeah. advantage. You've yeah. had stories of these guys who specialize in stealing uh, expensive mm-hmm. watches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you worry about the security at your company? No, not at all. So we're, we're based at, so the factory is based in, in Kilani, yeah. Rocks, the, one of the most highly secure buildings. The, the consultation offices are based in Bedford View. Uh, the offices are quite highly secured as well. Got so, Bedford View, yeah. Got Bedford View. Oh, that's a very notorious yeah. like yeah. gangster. Bedford View and gangsters. Everybody, everybody <laughs> talks about that all the yeah. time. I was isn't that at all. Thank of God. God. <laughs> I was isn't that. So, yes. so our, our building is built for the diamond business. Okay. So, so Brinks, as an example, is one of the security companies, one of the courier companies that move our diamonds around the world, not just in South Africa. So, you, we have a vault uh, at the building. So when you buy a diamond from us, we'll advise you on what it is you should do to keep it safe and how it is that... Unfortunately, we live in a country where aspects yeah. of crime yeah, are reality. People take advantage, yes, of course. And what, what we say is, look, once you've bought it, insure it. Yes. And, and the, the diamonds that we sell, depending on the size of diamond you buy, perhaps you keep them for a special occasion where you know you know, safety isn't a question where you're going mm. for a day to day. Just buy the ten thousand rand one and wear mm. it. You know, to show yeah, your friends. Yeah, they're ten thousand. Tell us about the T-shirt that you're wearing. I like it. I'm, eh? I'm happy that you asked me. Like, about you know, that. Nam, you're very because curious. I'm happy. I love clothes. He, he like. loves that designer. So, so, so Laduma is. is, is <laughs> he hello. loves the designer. That's <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, Laduma. He's hello. A, he's a okay. friend and and. He inspires me. No, I, I love the work he does. Fantastic guy, like him, himself, Nelson Makamo. Yeah, I mean the list is that crew. Yes. those guys are doing amazing things. Amazing. Pule is in the free state. Pule. Yes, not how is it? Uh, you have no idea that man. I must. I really take my head off. I respect and love what he has done. Uh, congratulations, my brother. It's not easy in that industry. Mm. I, for one, tried it for a couple of years. Mm. I got my knees and my everything knocked out. Mm. I couldn't. I couldn't survive. Perhaps I did not get the right mentorship as you. You were not as lucky uh, as, as you were because I tried to do it with even a couple of friends of mine. But congratulations! Thank it is much. really, really um, good to hear that some people are actually doing it out there. Bonapule, you must stay on. The, you must give thing with your numbers, ne? And then maybe yes. for advice, you can contact. Uh, our guest via maybe email and then you know maybe it can help you because I mean you know just like music you know Oskido always says this music industry is a big pie all you need to do is go to a studio and make your own song mm. and that's basically it Pule thanks for the call ne? thank you very much alright your namesake ne? he's your namesake Pule so, so, so thank you thank you very much Pule for he's the founder of an MD of Nungo Diamonds thank you so much man we'll keep in touch with absolute you man pleasure, yeah. doing great things Radio 2000 on a Wednesday